This is Sunday night's main event. What do you guys want to talk about? On the iHeartRadio Talk Network. I'm better than you. Tonight we have a chance to say, yeah, you're right. We're too extreme. We're too wild. We're too out of control. We're too full of our own. I take pride in calling a stooge a stooge, you stooge. Yeah. Acknowledge me. It's Sunday, and you know what that means. I'm Boris Roberto Aguilar. Welcome you to Canada's Premier Wrestling Radio Show, Sunday night's main event, powered by Podstars.net. Get ready to take your podcasting career to the next level with Podstars.net. Podstars is a talented and passionate community that will give you the opportunity to interview top professionals from a variety of industries where they're going to share their insights and experiences with your audience. Plus, everyone will have access to the exclusive celebrity catalog featuring some of the best in the business, both new and established. The best part is that it's free to join, and as a member, you can choose from the entire catalog of celebrities to interview on your very own podcast. And if you're interested for an additional monthly fee of $8.99, you can upgrade to the community plan, which gives you a completely different and exciting catalog full of some of the best experts and professionals in their fields today. And you can access the entire Podstars universe. It's a great way to invest in your podcast as you're going to save money and time by being able to book guests all from just one platform with an expansive catalog that's constantly being added to. So I wait, join Podstars and now and start exploring all that they have to offer. You're not going to want to miss out on this amazing opportunity to elevate your podcasting career and be part of the exciting community. So all you need to do is go to www.podstars.net and that's Podstars with a Z or a Z at the end. This show is always free across the country on TSN Radio and the iHeartRadio News Talk Networks and through several affiliate stations across this beautiful land. You can also find us in podcast form and you get the entire catalog that we have to offer. And all you need to do is go to your favorite podcasting app and search for Sunday Night's Main Event. You can also find us on all of the social medias under the at SNME Radio username. You can be part of the family by joining our Patreon, which will be relaunched on February the 1st. All of the information on that you can go find over at patreon.com slash Radio. And if you want to be part of the family, all it's going to cost you is $5 each and every single month. And we're going to be having Patreon-exclusive shows, Patreon gifts, and things like that. So be sure to join on February the 1st. We have such a jam-packed show for you. Seth Rollins might be injured, well, is injured, but how long will he be gone for? Will he make it to Raw? Will he make it to WrestleMania? Will he make it to the Rumble? Well... We're going to be chatting about that over on the SNME Roundtable, as this week I am joined by Brad the Dad McKinnon, who just so happens to host the Smack Daddy Smackdown Review here on the network. And also, I'm going to be joined by the newest member of the SNME crew, that is Xavier Josiah, who just so happens to co-host All Elite Geekly here on the network, which so happens to be our AEW Dynamite Review. So we're going to be chatting some TNA, we're going to be chatting some AEW, we're going to be chatting some Royal Rumble. Also on the show, well, I got to get something off of my chest as it pertains to New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW. So with all of that happening, let's get to the news of the week. I'm afraid of God. 
Wrestling really is the never say never business, and this is proof of that. One of New Japan Pro Wrestling's mainstays over the past decade is leaving the company as New Japan Pro Wrestling announced that the leader of the Chaos Faction, Kajusuka Okada, is moving from New Japan Pro Wrestling. And New Japan Pro Wrestling sent a release. Kajusuka Okada will be leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling after the conclusion of his contract on January 31st, 2024. We apologize to fans for the abrupt nature of this announcement, but join them in wishing Okada the very best in his future. Okada then released a statement himself through the promotion, saying, I have nothing but gratitude for having been part of New Japan Pro Wrestling since 2007 and for New Japan Pro Wrestling bringing me from a 19-year-old kid from the off the plane in Mexico to the rainmaker I am today. Thank you to the best companies in New Japan Pro Wrestling, to the best opponents that I've been able to face here, and to the best fans that have cheered and booed over the years. I promise to make it rain in every match I have left, so keep watching. Okada's schedule has been altered, and he's still going to be appearing on the February 11th, 23rd, and 24th New Beginning shows. The February 11th card will be a special, with Okada taking on his sometime nemesis and sometime partner, Hiroshi Tanahashi. We don't know who's going to be leading Chaos in his absence, and right now it is rumored that Okada is heading to either AEW or WWE. I would put my money on him going to AEW, which leads me to think that this New Japan Pro Wrestling AEW partnership, well, it seems to be very one-sided. Seth Rollins was injured during his match on last Monday's Raw against Jinder Mahal, and we have a bit more insight into the nature of Seth's injury. Fightful.com reported that Rollins is dealing with a torn meniscus. That kind of injury usually takes six to eight weeks to heal, but it can take longer depending on a number of factors, including the severity and position of the tear itself, and whether he will need surgery or not. Rollins injured his knee in his match against Jinder Mahal this past week, and he's been removed from the current WWE tour with Randy Orton being subbed in. Seth Rollins will be appearing on Monday night to talk about his injury and the future of the World Heavyweight Championship. Grayson Waller lashed out after being disrespected on an Australian morning show. Grayson Waller and LA Knight appeared on Sunrise Morning Show to promote the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. The show is slated to be held in Perth on February 24th. The show is hosted by Natalie Barr and Matt Shervington. Barr chatted to Waller and Knight about their finishing moves. Waller suggested both men try their moves on the show's floor manager. Shrimmington explained that the floor manager was leaving this week. The floor manager then came into the frame, giving a big, goofy thumbs up. The men then started mocking the WWE superstars by bouncing back and forth like a boxer. Then, I don't think you understand. If I come over there right now, we're going to have the police here because I'm going to give you some fake punch. I'm going to punch you straight in the jaw, said in very angry Waller as John Cena's music played in the background. Hulk Hogan saved the day, according to TMZ. Hogan was driving in Clearwater, Florida, accompanied by his wife and a friend when they spotted an accident. It is reported that in trying to reach an exit on one car, clipped another, sending it over 
the end. Hogan and the friend, a U.S. Marine named Jake, pulled over and rushed to the accident scene. Using tools Hogan brought with him, Jake propped the airbag, and he and Hogan lifted a 17-year-old girl out of the car. At the time, Hogan just so happened to be wearing an NWO shirt. Can you imagine that? Getting in a car accident, you know, not knowing where you are, and seeing Hulk Hogan wearing an NWO shirt, giving you his hand to save you from the wreck. Crazy story. PW Insider is reporting that Trinity may still have some dates with TNA Wrestling and may not be heading back to WWE as soon as we think, which many suspected was the case after she lost the Knockouts Championship at the Hard to Kill pay-per-view last weekend. Having said that, Trinity did appear at the Orlando TNA tapings this past weekend and gave essentially a farewell speech to TNA and the crowd. Speaking on Chris Jericho's podcast, Diana Perrazzo said this about why she left Impact Wrestling. I just kind of felt like it was time to leave. It would be now. If this was the territories, now would be the time you leave. Britt Baker actually connected me with Tony Khan, and we just got to talking. I knew the first dynamite of the new year was going to be in New Jersey. That's where I'm from. So I was like, that would be a dream scenario, a dream come true if we could do that. And it all worked out. NXT announced earlier this week that Cora Jade has injured her ACL and will be out of action for up to a whole year. Here's wishing Cora Jade the best and speedy recovery. Speaking of injuries, Keith Lee had some news earlier this week, and this is what he tweeted. Took roughly 19 years, but I guess it's my turn. Time to get fixed. Here's to double surgeries. Certainly one way to start 2024. It is currently unknown what he's going into surgery for, but we at SNME Radio are wishing Keith Lee a speedy recovery. TNA's Kylan King also announced that she will be out of action for 9 to 12 months due to a knee injury. All you gamers out there, WWE 2K24 is going to have some information this coming January the 24th. WWE earlier this week announced that their Elimination Chamber show will air live from Australia at 5 a.m. Eastern, 2 a.m. Pacific. Well, get your coffees ready. Well, we're going to take a short break here on Sunday night's main event on TSN Radio and the iHeartRadio News Talk Networks. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about the week that was pro wrestling and some of my thoughts about what's going on with New Japan Pro Wrestling. So you're going to want to leave it locked in here on TSN Radio and the iHeartRadio News Talk Networks. And just remember, you're listening to Sunday night's main event. From pillar to post and coast to coast, this is Sunday night's main event on the iHeartRadio Talk Network. Crowd is here, about to blow, waiting for me to start the show. Out the curtain lights go up from home. Hey, did you know that Saturday, February 24th, Destiny World Wrestling returns to Oshawa and the Children's Arena for Destiny's Reckless? Is that the event featuring the indie god himself, Matt Cardona? You bet it is. I heard he's not going to be there alone. I heard Steph Delander showing up. I heard Fighter Flight is showing up. Vanna Black, Tara Zep, Lindsay Dorado, and a whole bunch more. 
man, you better get your tickets now. They're on sale at www.destinywrestling.ca. This is Sunday night's main event on the iHeartRadio Talk Network. And we are back here on TSN Radio and the iHeartRadio News Talk Networks. And you're listening to Sunday night's main event. What a crazy week it has been, both on Raw and Dynamite. We saw championships being defended over on Raw. We saw Seth Rollins facing Jinder Mahal in, well, a short but very entertaining match. Unfortunately, Seth Rollins was injured in that match and seemingly putting a lot of creative plans on hold. We're going to find out this Monday exactly what's going on, but all we know is that Seth Rollins has a knee injury. It's being reported that it's an ACL injury, which could heal in time for WrestleMania. But as of right now, we don't know exactly what the news is going to be. And Seth Rollins is going to be kicking off Raw, talking about his future. One can only wonder exactly what is going to happen. And does this really have any changes for WrestleMania? Oh, man, the possibilities over the past few weeks, we have been talking about how busy the main event picture is and has been over in WWE lately. And, well, all signs were pointing to Seth Rollins versus CM Punk at WrestleMania. And one can only wonder if this changes the plans to not only that, but the Royal Rumble itself. Is Cody Rhodes going to win? Is CM Punk going to win? I'm going to be chatting with the SME Roundtable a little later on the show to get their thoughts as we preview Royal Rumble. Oh, and just talking about Royal Rumble, just a reminder that we will have an after party for the Royal Rumble happening live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. All you need to do is go to the Facebook group and search for Go to Facebook, search for SNME Radio, and you'll have all of the details on how to watch the after party. Or you can just go directly to our YouTube page and watch live from there. And the best part of these after parties is that we turn things over to you, the listener. And we're going to be getting your opinion on the show itself. And also on the Facebook group, we have a Royal Rumble lottery where you can participate to win a prize by just joining so again go to facebook and search for snme radio let's turn the page over to aew we saw taz versus hook over on dynamite again awesome match and it really put hook over you know it's always funny because people just see someone lose and say they're burying that person that person's done blah 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 blah. but this is a perfect example of how you can lose a match and still come out looking like a winner and that's exactly what happened on dynamite with hook but i think the some of the biggest news of the week and kind of a little shocking news because we were hearing rumors around this and that's that Okada is leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling at the end of the month and where is he going to end up? Honestly, I think it's easy to say it'll be AEW and I've been saying this for a while. I've been wanting to talk about this but I was waiting for the right time and I feel like this right now is the right time. 
the AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling relationship, I don't think is going to be as strong as people think. Ever since they started partnering with each other, how many talent, how much talent has left New Japan Pro Wrestling over to AEW? E-W. A lot of people love giving heck to WWE for poaching talent, for closing companies, for doing this and doing that. But in my opinion, AEW right now is doing the exact same thing. They literally put ROH out of business only for Tony Khan to buy them up. New Japan Pro Wrestling has seen how many stars leave their ranks to join AEW. And we're not talking about just whomever we're talking about high mid card to main eventers like juice robinson like jay white and possibly okada it's crazy it's crazy to see and i know money talks it's all business but you can only wonder how new japan pro wrestling right now feels about aew do you think we're going to be getting a forbidden door three and really who's left in new japan pro wrestling to have dream matches with in AEW. To me, Forbidden Door doesn't make sense anymore because everyone seems to be joining AEW, which is great. But just remember, just remember right now, that roster is full. In my opinion, they need to hunker down, focus on building their own talent. The talent that they have right now, they have such a strong roster. AEW doesn't need to go out and pick up people like Okada. They don't need to pick up people that just for the sake of picking them up. But this is where Tony Khan sometimes listens to the internet wrestling community too much. And here's what I think is going to happen. I think that WWE and AEW are going to put great deals in front of Okada. But because Tony Khan is going to be listening to the internet wrestling community, he is going to back that truck up and throw all the money to Okada. It'll be very interesting to kind of see where he ends up. And for me, I'm more interested to see how the relationship between New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW continues. Have your say on this subject over on the Facebook group. All you need to do is search for S Enemy Radio over on Facebook. And we have talks like this all the time. So over the next few weeks, we'll see exactly what's happening. But can you imagine if Okada ends up in WWE? Can you imagine Okada finally realizing his dream and having a match at WrestleMania? Who do you think it would be against? Who would you like to see Okada fight? And then is Okada even big enough of a name that people are going to recognize him here in North America? Ah, oh, so many possibilities here. So again, we're going to be taking a short break. And when we come back, we're going to be bringing in the S Enemy Roundtable with Brad the Dad McKinnon and De Xavier Josiah. And we're going to be chatting, well, First off, we're going to be giving you a preview to Royal Rumble, which is happening next Saturday. And remember, right after the Royal Rumble, over on Facebook, X, and YouTube, we're going to be going live. And we're going to turn things over to you, the listener. And then we're going to be chatting some TNA because we got this random match of the year contender as Will Ospreay went up against Josh Alexander. And we're going to be chatting the week that was AEW. So leave it locked in here on TSN Radio and the iHeartRadio News Talk Networks. And you're listening to Sunday night's main event. Chat wrestling all week long by joining the Sunday night's main event group on Facebook. Just search SNME Radio.
Are you in the market for a used vehicle for your family or business? North Toronto Auction hosts public auctions twice a month and everyone's invited. Hundreds of cars, trucks, SUVs, commercial vehicles and heavy equipment are available. Plus travel trailers, motorcycles, snowmobiles, ATVs and more. View the entire selection at NorthTorontoAuction.com. Bid online or bid in person. Bid on items from government agencies, financial companies, fleet managers, car dealers, and public insiders. For more information, visit us online at NorthTorontoAuction.com. This is Sunday night's main event on the iHeartRadio Talk Network. And welcome back to Sunday night's main event here on TSN Radio and the iHeartRadio News Talk Networks. And as always, like we do each and every single week, I collect the hosts from around the network and we chat about the week that was and the week that will be pro wrestling. And this week I am joined by a smack daddy, Brad the Dad McKinnon. Brad, how's it going? Hello, friends. Uh, it's going great. I uh, am on my third coffee of the day, so that should tell you how the day is going. Oh, I can only imagine. I'm actually only on coffee number one right now still. I don't know how, but that's how I'm going. And also joining me on the show is one of the newer members of the SNME crew. He is the co-host of AEW's review show here on the network, which just happens to be called all Elite Geekly, one of my close friends, Xavier, Josiah, Dax. How's it going? Like Brad, I'm on a second tank of empty, so I'm feeling good that he's on his third because I'm on my second chai right now. Doesn't have the same kick, but I'm here. I'm ready. Let's get it kicking. Excellent. Excellent. Dax, welcome to the crew. Welcome to the show. Welcome to TSN and the iHeartRadio News Talk Networks. Uh, it is honestly, I'm so happy to have you here a part of the S enemy round table. So let us talk some WWE to kick things off. And Seth Rollins, this is just a horrible situation. We don't know exactly what's going to be happening. You know, for over the past few weeks, we've been talking about how the main event picture in WWE is looking so crowded and you don't know where things are going to go. And now, especially with the injury to Seth Rollins, we really have no idea brad what was your first thought when you heard about seth getting injured that when they announced him on monday that is the most must watch raw in years because i have no idea what's going to happen we could have any number of scenarios could damian priest come out and cash in and become from senior money in the bank to the world champion could seth rollins not be as hurt as they say he is could he try and gut it through to wrestlemania could any number of people come out and attack him and you know quote unquote hurt him i have no idea it is probably one of the most interesting scenarios and it throws everything out the window for wrestlemania i mean Dax, is there any chance we could get a Ric Flair scenario and the winner of the Royal Rumble is our new world champion on Raw? It hasn't been done since, and I would love to see that, especially this is my re-entry back into the WWE universe. That would be awesome. I would love it, and it will make and Royal Rumble, when I used to watch, was one of my favorites because it really did give you kind of a sports-like centric feel, and you never know what's going to happen. You never know who's going to come. Raise the stakes up. Let this happen. Especially, that's a great title for it to happen, too. Yep, exactly. And 
like it's just it's it's crazy where we're at at this point right like we really have no idea and i have this weird feeling right now on sunday evening WWE still doesn't know exactly what direction they're going to be going in. Uh, it really throws a wrench into everything, to say the least. But here we are. So let us continue talking about the Royal Rumble. And, well, like I said, as of Sunday evening, this is the card of the Royal Rumble. So we're going to go through the card. We're going to give you our thoughts. And we are going to start with the United States Championship match. It is Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens. Dax, I got to throw this to you. Who do you yeah. think is going to be U.S. champion at the end of Royal Rumble? This is weird because normally Royal Rumbles is the prelude to the, you know, to the big one. So, but they always do drop a little bit of surprises for the Royal Rumble. With that said, I, this, I'm excited about this match because this is my first time really looking at um, Logan. And I've heard so many great things about his instant ability to really just assimilate now granted i re do realize that he's an actor as well as uh, many other things going in but to him being an athlete of this stature just coming in it's awesome i've been seeing him for the last few weeks he just feels like he's been there for years you know he gels right in kevin owens i've been waiting to watch again forever and uh he never disappoints with me so i, I expect this to be an, a, an incredible match it probably maybe one of my must-see matches and it's a possibility if they don't want to drag this to WrestleMania, they we could see a uh, title change. That's what I'm thinking. I think we're going to get the title change here. It, to me, it just makes sense, especially on SmackDown. Right, Brad? You cover SmackDown each and every single week, and you don't have a champion that shows up every single week. Yeah, just our women's champion. That's it. The men's titles have no main champion on the show. Well, wow. most weeks. Some weeks Roman decides he wants to come. Logan Paul will phone something in from, literally phone something in from his phone. We, I think that though, we're this is LA Knight's title to win and he'll be involved in the mix of WrestleMania. Logan Paul loves being on the big shows and we have two big shows coming up. We have a show in Perth, which maybe he's going over for and we have WrestleMania and it, it has to come full circle with him. So, yeah, I don't think Kevin Owens is, has a chance of winning this title. I, I just don't see it. I see him involved somewhere else down the card. And it's definitely, definitely got to be uh, Logan Paul winning and keeping his title. Because I don't think he's defended it yet. This is his first title defense. And so he's got to have one defense. You would think so. You would think so. <laughs> but stranger things have happened. We're going to move on to... The undisputed WWE Universal Championship, Roman Reigns, your champion, versus Randy Orton versus AJ Styles versus LA Knight. Is, is like, is there any chance that Roman isn't the champion at the end of the night, Brad? No, I mean Eric B has taught us the formula. Uh, shout out to Eric and Randy who do the raw review. It is a very simple formula. We have the match. Some random ooze comes running to the ring. They save Roman Reigns. And then uh, we Roman retains. That is exactly what's going to happen. The only question is which random ooze? Is it going to be Solo? Is it going to be Jimmy? Is it going to be somebody from outside of the world? Are we bringing in an ooze maybe from the NWA? I hear that somebody is available from New Japan. Random ooze number three? Come on down. You're the next <laughs> contendant on the bloodline is... Right. Yep, exactly. Dax, thoughts? I think that scenario makes a lot of sense. I, ha I, I haven't watched in years, but I, even I know. I'm like, there's no way Roman Reigns is losing on a, or a, uh, on a Royal Rumble because for his stature, a Royal Rumble is a normal pay-per-view card. 
WrestleMania is the big money. Like he's not losing. We're seeing a chat. We're see, it's just a transition of a chapter. It's how, like you said, how it's going to happen. I think Royal Rumble is a perfect time, like Brad said, to bring in somebody new to really make it exciting to as we go forth into the big one here in Philadelphia. Yep, exactly. That's exactly it, because all roads lead to Philadelphia at this point, and who Roman Reigns is going to be facing at WrestleMania is still unknown. So we're going to be talking about the Royal Rumble matches now. Let's start with the women's Royal Rumble match, because I think that one, you know what, this year, both Rumbles are up in the air for the most part. Uh, on the women's Rumble, you know, it's, it's funny, I'm looking down the list of actual announced competitors. So we have Bailey, Nia Jax. Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, and Maxine Dupree. That is all we have officially announced. So, Brad, who number one, who do you think is going to win the Royal Rumble? And number two, are there going to be any surprise entrants? Michelle McCool needs to be in this Royal Rumble. She's in every year. Undertaker's wife just shows up because, you know, she's Mrs. Undertaker. She needs to do that. I personally, um, I think there's been a lot of interest in um, a few other people. Victoria, I know, still can go. I would love to see Victoria. And, and that should be the prelude to her finally getting in the Hall of Fame. Um, winner, Bailey. Bailey. And then they'll set it up so that Bailey is going to supposed to be going after uh, the champion over on Raw, but no, 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 she's going to turn, and she's the only member of the four horsewomen who has not main evented at WrestleMania. I and she's due; she is past due for her, her flowers. Dax, I mean, you can give me a different option, but I—that's my girl. I got to cheer for. I'm a hugger. OG, day one. I like that scenario, but I will flip it. I do believe one of the Damage Control could win this because that's the main storyline going on right now. Um, however, one, a surprise guest. I don't know if she's healthy enough, but I would love to see Jazz make an appearance, you know, back in, you know, just start taking a few people out before they take her out. It would be great to see Jazz. Um, I think I would switch Bailey for Asuka. Ooh. And they would, that's the turnaround. That's the turn right there. And it'd be Asuka that's aiming for the title. And then that's when everything started, you know, start going there because they got more faith in her. I've seen this enough to know that, like, I can see that scenario happening. Yep. And somehow and make it to Bailey going into the main event. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? I think at this point, we're going to see a damage control, like, uh, showdown happening at the Rumble. I think that somehow, some way, damage control is going to be the final members of the Royal Rumble. And this is really going to continue planting the seeds of what we're seeing each and every single week on SmackDown, where... There's quietly some dissension in damage control um, in terms of surprise entrance. I would love to see Mickey James. I know that she's working for OVW, but I think that uh, we're due for another Mickey James appearance in WWE. All things considered with Nick Aldis on the payroll. Uh, so that is the women's rumble. Let us turn things over to the men's rumble. So far, we have... Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Gunther, Chad Gable, Otis, and Akira Tozawa officially announced in the Rumble. So, Brad, same two questions, surprise entrance and winner. Papa Shango. I really want to see Papa Shango. We have not. That's way past due. If not, Wade Barrett could come off the commentary desk. Another guy who still looks like a million bucks. Uh, winner. Something tells me they're gonna let CM Punk win this, and that makes wow. that drives me nuts. But it's he is like he's a superstar, and 
I think if you're going to go into WrestleMania with him getting a main event, whether it's night one or night two, probably night one, yeah, it's the best way to do it. And in all fairness, if anybody has earned a main event spot at some point, it's CM Punk. Like, I don't, he's not my favorite wrestler, but he should have main evented the re- WrestleMania 10 years ago. So let him have one of the two nights and yeah, let's see that. I, Dax, there's, you, there's so many options this year. Like, it's hard to narrow it down to one. It is very true, but like you said, Strunks, uh, I say Strunks, Punk is a very strong uh, candidate for this, but I will say, like, here's the thing. It's, I say Cody, I'm going to say Cody because it just makes sense. And I'm a fan of both, but that Cody Rose storyline, the, the lineage of the Rhodes and the McMahon, you know, situation, it just, it has to close out somehow. I would love to see that, but at the same time, I wouldn't mind seeing Sam Punk either, but I also know that what it, if I'm correct, Elimination Chamber is still a thing after this, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how they're booking it now, but, you know, whoever wins the, you know, the uh, the Chamber can possibly be a number one contender leading that, and somehow both of them can possibly end up there. So I'm going to just say Cody, but, like, it could be easily one or the other, and hopefully that they'll book it so the Chamber can mean something down the line to, uh, to uh, Mania. Yep. And that's exactly it right there, right? Roman Reigns right now is not scheduled to be in Perth, Australia for the Elimination Chamber. So this leads me to believe that the men's chamber match is going to determine, you know, who is going to face Roman Reigns or the World Heavyweight Champion, whomever that is at this point. So really, it comes down to Cody Rhodes or CM Punk. And I would love to see a scenario where it is those two at the end. And I'm going to throw a wrench in everyone's predictions mm. and say that mm. this is 30 years since Lex Luger and Bret Hart's infamous, infamous end to the Royal Rumble. And it's 20 years since Batista's infamous end, or tw- around 20 years since Batista and Cena had their infamous end. I think we're going to get a double winner of the Royal Rumble this year with CM Punk and Cody Rhodes leading us into the Elimination Chamber. Never thought about that. That's a good call. Could and then they could each pick opposite champions. That is exactly. a very reasonable thing. One goes to one show and one goes to the other show. And that's something that's never been done before. So I mean, like, hey, if you guys are listening. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If you guys are in a, in a Sunday night's main event zeitgeist right now, I think you may want to listen to. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, like, this is the thing, right? This year's Royal Rumble, just so many possibilities, so many crazy things can happen. And, Brad, I love the fact that you just threw out Papa Shango, like, without, without even blinking twice. That was awesome. Dax, any surprise entrance in the men's Rumble? Nikita Koloff. <laughs> that would be with accent, with accent, amazing. That would be beyond with amazing. accent and Bible on the side. I don't care. <laughs> so good. I love that so much. So yeah, that is what we have right now for the Royal Rumble. We only have four matches officially scheduled as of today. We'll see what happens this week. And just remember, we can catch you up if you're too busy. 
to watch all of the shows live because here on the network, we do reviews of each and every single uh, WWE, AEW, and even Impact Wrestling show. Uh, and the best way to find that is by going to your favorite podcast catcher and searching for Sunday night's main event. You can also be part of the discussion like this one that we just had if you find us over on the Facebook group. And all you have to do is go to Facebook and search for SNME radio we're going to be taking a short break here on sunday night's main event and when we come back we're going to be chatting some aew because the rankings are back and we're going to be chatting some t n a wrestling that is so you're going to want to leave things locked here on tsn radio and the iheart radio news talk networks and you're listening to sunday night's main event Chat wrestling all week long by joining the Sunday Night's Main Event Group on Facebook. Just search SNME Radio. Hey there, friends, listeners, and newcomers. This is Eric B., and I am the host of the Impactful Podcast. On the Impactful Podcast, we're going to break down everything Impact Wrestling each week. That includes everything that goes on in the background, everything that happens on TV, and everything that you're hearing on the news and social media. So please join me each week and live life impactfully. This is Sunday night's main event on the iHeartRadio Talk Network. And we are back here on TSN Radio and the iHeartRadio News Talk Networks. And you're listening to Sunday night's main event. And I am still joined by the SNME Roundtable, and joining me is Brad, the Dad McKinnon, and Dag Xavier Josiah, and we're going to be chatting some TNA wrestling as TNA presented us with the first episode of Impact Wrestling, of TNA Impact Wrestling, I should say, uh, in about, what, 12 years? It is crazy how long it's been. And they just, you know, randomly threw us a match of the year contender with Josh Alexander and Will Osprey Dax. I know as a fact that you watched this show and you watched that match. Thoughts? Excellent. Just absolutely excellent. Um, by the end, I was like, this is the TNA I'm hoping for. I'm hoping to see. Like, I know Osprey is not going to be there, but like he just left a mark of like, this is a template of what you guys need to do. <laughs> you got the people, you got the ability. Let's make it happen. And it was an excellent match. Is nobody was surprised by uh, Alexander and Osprey having a really bad match at all. Um, but just the everything about TNA right now, it really shows that they're trying to make effort. I've Boris, I've told you many a times. I've tried to watch TNA in the past. I mean, or Impact in the past, and it just it it just didn't have the right vibe for me. So I stayed off. But after watching that pay per view. It was one of the best showings of TNA that I've seen in like since lockdown. <laughs> like, like, and I'm talking like like uh, Joe and uh, Angle lockdown. It was one of the best I've seen since then. And then the follow up this event with this main with this show with this main event, we're off to a good start in 2024, in my opinion. Yep, I think so as well. Brad, did you were you able to catch a show? 
Oh yeah, I went out of my way to find it, and it's not easy up here in Canada to sometimes find this show. It's like it is in the states on Access. So I went out, found it. That match is a match of the year. It would be. It's on a top ten somewhere at the very least, and maybe even a top five. And Dax, the only thing I would take issue with is that this reminds me of very early TNA, where they would bring in people for one or two shows, and they would bring in superstars that would bring eyes to the product. Two thousand and two. Yeah, like I even think back like Savage, like having Savage in for one match. Yes, he isn't the Savage of old, but he still has he still has notoriety. And they put their guy in the spotlight. So the guy that's staying there is going forward and getting the rub over a, like literally one of the best wrestlers in the world in Will Ospreay. Although I would say Josh Alexander is in that conversation. If you're making a top 10, he has put himself into the the conversation and he's their guy. And yeah. that, Dax, that's what I love about this brand right now is that they bring in people and they have notoriety. I mean, and they have their, their homegrown talent. I mean, you're yeah. back into this. I watched a little bit of impact over the last year. What was, was there anything else about the production this week that stood out for you? Uh, honestly, it just, it was, it just felt like a step above what they were doing. And it's not that the, the old stuff was bad. It was just the, presentation how they put the presentation together with the tools that they had to do it just didn't come off as right right now it just felt like they are they have some synergy going on that is really starting to work in and i loved it it was it wasn't too much it wasn't too little it was you know honestly just right yep uh, yeah that's exactly it i think that right now this is exactly what eric b and i were talking about like the show on thursday was exactly what they needed to do a great follow-up to a fun pay-per-view overall and you know now people are interested and let's see if we can keep the interest in this product uh and 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 will people be tuning in i sure hope so because tna wrestling in my opinion has given us one of the most consistently good tv shows since the pandemic um one of the most interesting parts of the show for me was nick nemeth and you know we were talking about how fast is he going to get his world title shot and he goes on impact tv and essentially says i am going to work my way to the championship dax how did you what did you think of nick nemeth's first off presentation and star power and what he had to say he always had it we always knew it it's just time for him to show it. And with him leaving that company, finally, we are getting to see what we always knew we could see. And I think they should pace him properly. They shouldn't rush this. They need to build him up. Uh, I think we're going to... This is his road like it was Cody's road, like it was McIntyre's road. I think... God, he could have been this a long time ago. That's just the part that's just so furying about it. Um, we knew this. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing this road go. I just don't want them to rush it, pace it. And that's what that's what it feels like what they're doing, right? I think that was the whole point of his promo was I'm here. I'm here for the long run. So don't expect me to just steal a main event spot and, you know, get the title out of the blue and take it from there. So I'm kind of happy with that. Brad, Nick Nemeth, what do you think so far? I think this is the perfect presentation and I'm with Dax. This should have been his presentation for the last 10 years. He is one of the best wrestlers in wrestling in like, but the problem is that he's such a good bump machine that he was used to put over other people and WWE for whatever reason, like he got a concussion at a really bad time and yeah, he, they just never got back into him. The other thing is why would you change this man's name to Dolph Ziggler when he has the coolest name to begin with? Nick Nemeth sounds like a Thank pro you. wrestler. Thank you. 
and I hope his I I hope him and his brother are are together for for things like this. I would I mean I saw his brother go over to New Japan with him. Right. I would love to see his I want his brother around. I want like and I think it'd be awesome if Nick Nemeth had a little faction of his own. TNA has a faction, a couple of factions going, eh, add a few more in. Like they are they're great. And Nick Nemeth, the other va- value to him is him in the locker room. Like the guy is a main eventer. He is main event, he's not main event at WrestleMania, but he's been near the top of the card in WWE. There's a lot of young talent that can learn a lot from him. And yeah, this is reminds me of watching indies like 20 years ago. Where you see guys who are on their way up and on their way down, and they're meeting in the middle in all of these great companies. This was him pretty much like it was. I when I used to watch Ring of Honor in 2022, the same time, you know, TNA was at, and do you see Eddie Guerrero come in to reclaim his throne? And he he's, you know, trying to make a comeback. This is kind of like that situation. I exactly that's the first thing I thought of when you said that. Hmm. And and Eddie Guerrero is a great example. And maybe this is a chance for WWE to learn that they they missed out on him. And maybe they don't bring him back. Maybe he does end up, you know, that was somebody else in our last segment. Like maybe he ends up as a Royal Rumble in two or three years time. Maybe he ends up like Matt Cardona and and ends up just becoming the king of the indies, who, by the way, might be back in the Royal Rumble. Never mind. We're not talking about (laughs) WWE anymore. Uh, and, and, you know, he's already 43 years old, and it's crazy that at 43, I don't think he's looked better and been presented as such a main event star. Because even as the world heavyweight champion, Dolph Ziggler wasn't really that main eventer that he deserved to be. So we're going to keep our eyes on TNA and see what is going on there. So we're going to flip the page to some AEW. Dax, you sent me a message. Rankings are back thoughts i'm more good than bad but i will say as much as i think they need rankings to you know differentiate themselves from other companies it is not the easiest thing to do and i i recognize this but because i mean if we watch ufc if old or new we've seen the rankings are there but what are they doing with them uh we saw this happen with aew as well but i think they are important they just need to be carefully monitored and you need to work off of that properly. I think it's it brings in a very sports centric, you know, atmosphere. But at the same time, it's like, has it ever successfully been done to the point that it makes sense? And I just need Tony Khan to make it make sense, like he did with the Continental, you know, um, Classic. Um, we loved how that one came about, and uh, I want to see more of that. So I'm crossing my fingers. I'm, I love that this coming back. I'm just crossing my fingers that it's, it'll succeed. That's exactly it, right, Brad? Um, it, it's like, Brad, over to you. And, and, and what I want to ask you is, with rankings back, you know, do you think that the internet wrestling community is going to go back to nitpicking every win and loss and title shot and things like that? Because that's essentially the reason why rankings were taken away. It was simply because, well, why is this person ranked over here when they lost to that person and, you know, things like that? Wait, are you telling me that fans are cranky on the internet and that wrestling <laughs> fans are critical? That's what are you talking about? I mean, no one else hears this. This is ridiculous. The the rankings are a great idea. It does add a sports feel. The only problem AEW has is that there's so many titles. So, like, how do you rank your champions? So, if you're the Continental Champion, does that mean you're like number four or number five? Uh, in the in the title like how do you or do we have rankings for each title and you go i have declared that i am in the 
title for I don't know the T the and was it TNA title the right. yeah whatever TB TNT title I'm in the TNT title rankings I don't want the world title for the time being. Here's my here's the way I see it. Um, basically, I remember and I base it on my old school reading of the Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazine, where in the back they would have the rankings of who is who from each you know title. I would say all these titles need to be tier titles. I would say you if you're a title holder of that ranking and you move up to that ranking and your title holder maybe win a few defenses of that title before you want to move up a title or something like that that leads you to that point and maybe a little it sounds a little bit complex but you know this it's an option i you're right there are a lot of titles in there it, it, so was it, so uh so was the nwa back in the day but somehow they made it work and we didn't think nothing of it but then it was the 80s so we didn't think that detailed back then Exactly. My concern is that this gives Tony Khan more to do and more to figure out. And we all know that he has his plate full. So we'll see. I hope he gets help. I've been saying that for months and months and months and months. He has Mm -hmm. so many brilliant minds around him. Use them. Utilize them. But I will say that AEW for the past few weeks has seemed different. It seemed laser focused. And this past week on Dynamite, we saw Samoa Joe and his beautiful Belt going up against Hook Dax. You and I talked about this on All Elite Geekly, but Brad, I want to get your take on Samoa Joe versus Hook. This is TNA Samoa Joe. Or this is even better. I'll go back with that to where Dax was. This is ROH Samoa Joe. This guy (laughs) is a monster. And yeah, I agree with you guys. I listen to the podcast. There must have been a handshake agreement in the back. You know, I can see. Uh, them back there with Taz and they're like he's like Taz like listen here son do whatever Joe tells you and then Joe's like well I'm going to beat your beat you up pretty bad kid and he's like that's okay I'm going to get over at the end yeah you're going to get way more over than you were you're not winning but you're going to get over and that is what happened Hook Mm -hmm. is a monster waiting to happen and they they put him over Joe did Joe looked great in victory but Hook looked like the valiant he looked like a classic white meat baby face, Dax. Yep. Like one of those guys in the territories. You can Absolutely. beat him down, but he's he you can't keep him down. This was Barry Windham going up against Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. And he stood to stood with him for 60 minutes. He didn't win, but he got over huge after that one. And what I loved the most about that match is that even after the match, they progressed the major storyline of the three-way between Samoa Joe, Hangman Adam Page, and the future AEW champion, Swerve Strickland. And that, to me, again, you know, forward progression, storylines, reasons for things to be happening on TV each and every single week. And I absolutely did really like that. And we got huge ratings from this episode, which yeah. you, when you guys recorded, you didn't know. Those huge ratings. And when you think about the fact that really the Bucks, the Bucks were in the background. I mean, even Swerve and Hangman were characters, but not main characters. You really saw a totally different roster come to the foreground. And it it's feeling like, and you guys have said it on the pod, there is the stink of the punk incident is coming off of TNA uh, it's off of TNA, off of in, <laughs> off of Impact. Oh wait, no, I did it again. No, it's coming off of AEW. I'm totally messing with you guys. That's a whole other history, historical uh, story for another time. <laughs> but AEW is feeling like a show that I, I'm now watching. Like I am one of those people that fell off a little bit after the brawl out, and now I am. Yeah. It's on on Wednesday nights. And can I say real quick? Um, 
this is another proof. I mean, yes, yeah, say we will. Tony Khan overdoes it, but he does. We can't discount him for the stuff that he does right. And one of the things that I keep hearing from the uh, the wrestling community is he doesn't push this person enough. He doesn't push this person enough because you're not patient enough. And we've seen that many a times. And now Hook is now transitioning. And I will say this like, look, it's working. It is so working. I'm looking forward to it. I hope they don't, you know, sp- I, 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 I don't want to doubt them because I've seen so many times where they have succeeded and, and, and stuff like that. And we need not to forget that. So I'm all for this. And in some ways, we have to trust Tony Khan with certain wrestlers. He's done better with certain characters. Swerve was in WWE, and he is much better handled uh, over in AEW. Tony has done a fabulous job of of pushing him to the point that not only is it like you said, future world champion, Boris. It's not an it's not a when it's not an if it's a when. Exactly. That's exactly it, right? And as we go on the road to revolution, we're going to see exactly who Samoa Joe is going to be facing for the World Heavyweight Championship over in AEW. But like I said, AEW right now is feeling refreshed. It's They're feeling a little laser focused. And what they need to ultimately do is just worry about themselves. You know, just focus on your things. Great. Focus on you. You have such a talented amazing roster you have such a you know just young hungry wrestlers chomping at the bit give them the chance you see what they did with hook we will see what happens moving into revolution which is happening in about a month and a half and just like that we have already talked wrestling for a full hour so gentlemen dax brad thank you so much for joining me and everyone else thank you so much for listening to sunday night's main event powered by podstars.net podstars is a talented and passionate community that will give you the opportunity to interview top professionals from a variety of industries where they will share their insights and experiences with your audience you're gonna have access to the exclusive celebrity catalog featuring some of the best in the business both new and established and the best part is that it's free to join and as a member of podstars you can choose from the entire catalog and if you're interested for an additional monthly fee of only $8.99 you can upgrade to the community plan which gives you a whole different catalog full of some of the best experts and professionals in their fields today and you have access to the entire podstars universe it's a great way to invest in your podcast as you're going to save time and money by being able to book guests from one platform with an expansive catalog that is constantly being added to. So why wait? Join podstars.net and start exploring all that they have to offer. You're not going to miss out on this amazing opportunity to elevate your podcasting career and be part of the exciting community. All you have to do is go to www.podstars.net. That's podstars with a Z or a Z, depending on where you live. We are also proud to be part of the TSN family. And as always, it has been so much fun chatting wrestling. We're going to be coming back at you next week. But before that, we will have an after party for the Royal Rumble. That is happening immediately after the Royal Rumble. And it's going to be a great show. So just remember that you can also be part of the family by going to patreon.com slash as enemy radio and just remember february 1st we are relaunching the entire patreon experience and 
you can listen to this show and all the other shows that we have to offer by going to your favorite podcast, podcast catcher and searching for Sunday night's main event. Again, thank you so much for listening. Good night, goodbye, and remember, stay tranquilo. Thanks for finding Sunday night's main event. To get the complete show as well as bonus weekly podcasts, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash SNME radio.